Last week we talked about Jesus, the triumph entry. Wow, here we go again. God is on a roll, man. And you know, he's letting the believers and all the non-believers know and the Pharisees that, hey, you're not going to stop me. You can't stop Jesus because he loves us. We cannot stop God from loving us. And that's and that's just a simple fact, believers. Welcome to Growing in His Word. I'm Joseph. And last week was a radical time, man. We talked about the plot to kill Jesus, the plot to kill Lazarus, the triumph entry, and the fruit, grain of the wheat. And here we are, man. We're in verse, we left off on verse 26, and and, and Jesus is on a roll. Lazarus, they try to kill him, man. They, yeah, he just raised him, you know, and Jesus was, you know, he restored Lazarus. They ate together. They sat together. And the Pharisees just couldn't get enough. They had to come. The Greeks had to come. The certain Greeks were, they were preferably Hellenists at that time. This is going out because it's that time of year. Every year my voice gets kind of messed up because of the change of weather. So forgive me, you guys. I know that was a a wild Jesus word. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. In fact, one year... We started a church years ago, and there's a friend of mine named Ricardo, and he picked me up one day, and he said, Pastor Joseph, let's go, man. And I said, it's Sunday already. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man. I go, I can't preach because my voice. And he's like, what's the matter, man? And I literally sound like Shaggy from (laughs) Scooby-Doo. And he looked at me, and he goes, Joseph, you sound like Shaggy, man, from (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I just laughed. I said, you're right. But you know something? I started to preach like like Shaggy on the pulpit and everyone was laughing. And um, I, I'm sorry I'm telling you guys this. It's funny, but we're driving home in his bug, you know, and <laughs> I looked at him and he looked at me and I go, hey, man, it's been like three days. I still sound like Scoob or, or Shaggy. And he's like, yeah, man. I go, and I'm like, I don't know how it's going to go away. <laughs> I thought I was stuck. Anyways... Jesus is on a roll, and Jesus is actually, you know, he raised Lazarus, and the Greeks are upset, you know, and and they were mad because believers and non-believers, I mean, mostly non-believers were coming to Jesus, and and it's crazy because this was the proof, the triumph entry in Matthew 21, it talked about in Mark 11 and Luke 19, but, but basically it was a feast. And Jesus, basically, you know, they plotted Lazarus to death. They wanted to kill him because he was the proof of the seven signs of the miracles that Jesus did to prove that his deity was real. And so we left off on chapter uh, uh, chapter 12, verse uh, 1 through 26 last week. And today it's 20. We're going to leave on, we're going to start on 20 where it says, Now there was a certain Greeks among those who came up to worship at the feast. Then they came to Philip, who was with, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Well, verse 22 says, Philip came and told Andrew, and in turn, Andrew and Philip told Jesus. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Now we're getting into the point where where us believers want to we want to negotiate with sin, some of us. 
You're thinking, what, what are you talking about, man? Jesus is going to die for us. But as believers, we, 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 we compromise, some of us. And it's not good because Jesus here is going to go on and talk about living in darkness and how in verse 35, how darkness, we, we, we become lost. But let's go on to verse 23. It says, it says, so the hour has not come that the son now the hour has come that the son of man should be glorified. And verse 24 says most assuredly I say to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies it remains alone. You know if it falls into the ground and dies it remains alone but if it dies it produces much grain. We got to die to our sins. We got to die to our sins because it's the sin that produces death. But Jesus was referring to his life. When he dies, he's going to produce fruit that we can bear through the Holy Spirit. And that's the key, man, is allowing the Holy Spirit to live in us and let his fruit in us rejoice around others so we can see in verse 25 where it says he who loves his life listen to this see the grain is is the fruit but verse 25 says he who loves his life will lose it and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life any if anyone serves me let him follow me and where i and where i am there my servant will be also if anyone serves me him my Father will honor. Jesus wants us to serve Him. He doesn't want us to serve ourselves. Listen. Death, in, in you know, the death of Christ is going to bring about so much fruit in our lives. Because Jesus brings fruit. And Jesus is claiming to be 100% God and 100% man. And so now, we're coming to the point where we started off last week. And where we left off. On verse 27, so unless the grain dies, when the seed dies, it produces fruit. Well, life comes by death. So this principle is truth, not this principle is true, not only in nature, but it is also, listen to this, it is also true spiritually. So Jesus was speaking first and foremost of himself. And he is the grain of wheat, and his death would produce much fruit and would res- and result in many living for God and that's why he died for us and so we come to the next conclusion where where you know we talked about how he loves his life he who loves it will lose it in verse 25 listen to this man this is serious you know he who loves his life will lose it and he who hates his life in the world will keep it for eternal life we don't have to love our lives Meaning, we don't have to go and eat like a king every day and, 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 and be selfish. We have to be, you know, the Bible calls us to be loving and to be merciful and forgiving. It's really about Jesus and not becoming in love with the world. Jesus is saying, don't get attached to your life. Don't become comfortable in this world because we have another world. We have a, we have eternal an eternal life with Jesus Christ, and if we become comfortable in this world, then we don't do for Jesus. We don't set our mind on the, on the Lord, and we lose focus and sight on God's plan for us in our life. Jesus has a plan for us in our life.
He wants to set us free from all the all the bondage of sin and all the all the adversity that we go through. He wants to show us how we grow through it and how we know through it and how we show through it. So he doesn't want us to be attached to this world. He wants us to be attached to his love and his mercy. And so finally Jesus is predicting his death. But it says in verse 26, If anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. And if anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Jesus and God, God will honor you. He will honor you if you serve him. He will always honor you if you step up for Jesus. You may not get it now, but you'll get it later. God will bless you. He will help you and he will show you. Listen. I know you're going through a lot right now, whoever you may may be. The Lord's speaking to my heart right now. God says, just hold on. Wait. Don't 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 be in a hurry to make a decision so fast. Pray about it. Pray about all things because God wants us to pray about all things and he'll reveal it through other people and through other and through the word of God he'll reveal it. Please pray before you make decisions. Listen. I'm not some guy that reads palms. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, Jesus loves you. Okay? And he has a plan for you. And so verse 27 says, Now my soul, in Hebrew, my soul means nefesh. Nefesh benefesh. My soul to soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Jesus is getting ready to die for us. He's declaring that He's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And He's now putting the brakes on everything. He's saying, I, you know, I did the miracles. You know, I, 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 I'm I, the one. Listen to this. You know, He's saying, that, listen to this, it's, 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 it's crazy. Listen to this. Then a voice came from heaven. Man, it, it didn't come from hell or anywhere else. It came from heaven. Listen. Saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. God's declaring his authorship in his son. This is the three in one. This is the proof. This is God saying that I'm going to be with you. Christ will remain forever. Jesus is saying, man, are you guys going to commit? I'm committing my life to you. To, to you. I'm dying for you. Are you gonna are you gonna receive me and follow me? This is what Jesus is saying. He's saying, I'm gonna die for your sins. You wanna serve me? Come on, man. Follow me. Don't put one foot in, one foot out, like the hokey pokey. You do yourself, you turn yourself around. Man, Jesus is saying, You're either for me or you're against me. Make your mind up. Serve me. So many people. They, they call me and they say, Pastor, I've got all these problems. Give them to God. Give them to God. Give them to Jesus. Are you reading your Bible? Are you seeking God? Are you searching the Holy Spirit in your life? Are you applying what you're learning to the Bible to your own life? It's hard. Life's hard. Jesus didn't have to go to the cross for us, but He did. Or we'd be burning in hell. Jesus loves us. Well, you don't understand what I've gone through. My divorce and my a death and, and, 
You know, in this, Jesus knows, give it to him. The Bible says that God will never give you more than you cannot handle. He won't. Jesus won't. And he'll always be there for you. But you got to trust in him. God, Jesus is trusting in his Father. And he's at the cross. He's going to go to the cross. He's going to die for us. He's going to give his life for us. What are we doing for Jesus? Nothing matters, man. Nothing matters in this world. It's, it's what matters is what we give, what we do for Jesus in this life. And we can't take it with us. Listen, only thing that we can leave is a legacy for Jesus, for believers, for non-believers. What are we doing for Jesus? Are we happy? I'm not happy. You have money? I have money. I'm still not happy because you are bankrupt spiritually. Jesus is saying, stop groaning, moaning, complaining, and get on with life. Love me. Come to me. Read the word. I love you. I will forgive you. I'm going to die for you. Jesus is getting ready to die. Voice, A voice from heaven. It's God, obviously. You know, and check this out. In verse 29, therefore the people, listen to this, then the voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Verse 29 says, therefore the people who stood by and heard it said that it is it, it had thundered. Others said, an angel has spoken to him. And verse 30 is really important. Listen. Listen. Verse 30 says, then, Je- then, then Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Man, he's already putting the sins right there, man. Your sins put me on the cross. You did it. <laughs> but he's going to be merciful and die for us. Because he's, he's awesome. The voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Our sins put Jesus on the cross. The Jews didn't kill him. The Pharisees didn't kill him. Our sins did. And I'm glad that he died for us. Because if he didn't die for us, we would be lost in darkness. Because now is the judgment of the world. This is verse 31. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, listen, and I, if I, see the three eyes in verse 32, and I, if I, then back to the beginning, am lifted up from the earth, will draw all the peoples to myself. Lifted up meaning the cross. He will draw all people to himself. Jesus wants to draw you to himself. We need to get our eyes off of ourselves and onto himself. Because it's not about us. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus Christ being glorified. He says, all peoples to to myself. Not just Jews, Puerto Ricans, Hispanics, Chinese, Anglo-Saxon. He's talking about everybody. The world. Verse 33. This is he. This he said, signifying by what death he would die. The cross for our sins. The people answered in verse 34, and listen to this, and said, answered him, answered him. We've heard from the law that Christ remains, that we heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. And how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? They're pleading with him. Listen to this. Who is the Son of Man? Who is the Son of Man? 
when Jesus is telling them about the cross, verse 35 says, And Jesus said to them, Oh, a little while longer, the light is with you. Listen to this. The light will be with you a little while longer. It says, Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is. Or where he's going, while you have the light, believe in the light that you may become sons of light. These things Jesus spoke and departed and was hidden from them. Wow. Wow. He's saying, you sinners are going to die in your sins. I'm the light. You ever, you, ever, you ever wake up, man, and it's like, and you don't know where you're at? You ever go to bed at night and you, and you wake up and you're going, and you panic because you don't know where you're at? You have a dream or something? It's all dark, and you get up and you fall down, try to go to the door? No, not me. I've never done that. Okay. It's like this, man. Darkness will blind you. If you're not reading your, your Bible, if you're not surrounding yourself with people who love Jesus... If you're compromising, saying, oh, no, I, I can still hang out with these friends. I could still go to the beach and party. I could go still do this and have my Jesus. You're wrong. You're lying. You're wandering in darkness. You ever see people, they, they compromise so much, and, 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 and they, they talk themselves into You can talk yourself into anything. You go to the airplanes, and these guys, they make parachute jumps. They're scared. And they're, here, take a shot of this. Keep talking them into it. Talk them into it. He jumps out of the airplane. You can talk yourself into anything. Jesus is saying, don't talk yourself into this nasty sin anymore. You're blind. You got darkness. I'm the torch. It's like the Olympics. You're running and you're running. You're passing the torch. Jesus is the torch. Or better yet... Jesus Christ is the light in our lives. And without Him, we have darkness. And He's saying, light me up. Read me. I'm in, your, I'm in your Bible. Read the Word. My wife the other night was saying, read the Bible, this, this verse to me. I said, okay, well, let's just read the whole book. We read the whole book of Amos. It was, it was radical. It was nice. We learned that we must seek God. Because God loves a seeker and an obedient person. But we wander. In Greek, it's meander. We walk without a cause like a dead corpse that don't know where we're going because we don't know Jesus. Jesus is saying, get out of the darkness. You don't need it. You don't know where you're going. It's just that simple. Don't let it overtake you. Listen to this. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he's going. You don't know where you're going. Oh, I'm going to hang out with this guy for a little while. Well, he just did a naughty thing. It's okay. I, you know, I compromised. Or you just drank one beer. I'm just going to have one. And all of a sudden you're feeling good. You want to have another one. Yeah, you have another one. And yet, hey, might as well smoke a cigarette too while you're at it, right? Yeah, we'll compromise a little bit. A little eleven levels low lump. Listen, Jesus Jesus is saying, Stop. Stop it. Stop. I didn't die on the cross for in vain. I died for you. I want to know you. I want to grow in you. I want you to grow in my word, Jesus is saying. And that's why growing in his word was made. 
So you believers can, can read verse by verse with me. So we can grow together in His knowledge and in His love and in His mercy. Listen, Jesus had the seven signs of His miracles. And He showed them. He's the proof. He healed the blind man. He changed the water into wine. He raised the dead, etc., etc. If He can do that, He certainly can do a miracle in your life. And believe me, Jesus had doubts about dying on the cross. You blame him? <laughs> he said, let this cup be passed. He said that. Matthew 26, verse 39. He felt the agony and expressed, he expressed it almost a week before Gethsemane, before he went. I mean, he, you know, he basically was ready to pass unto death, into life, and then, and then eternal. And, and, and he's still here. He's, he's alive. But he wants you to grow in him. Verse 37, 37 says, But basically, who's going to believe it? But although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe him. And you, get, you get those people. You, you, you could show them, but they still don't believe it. They love, they love to compromise. That the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke. Listen, Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord have been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because Isaiah said again, and remember the blinders over their eyes? He said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts. Verse 40, lest they should see with their eyes, lest they should understand with their hearts, and turn so that I should so that I should heal them. These things, verse 41 says, Isaiah said when he saw his glory and spoke of him. Listen to this. Listen to this. God hardened their hearts because in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 10, they, rep they repeatedly rejected Jesus. They rejected him. They rejected God. And so God allowed it. But God is saying today, don't reject him. Don't reject him like they did. But the blinders have been revealed when Jesus died on the cross. Listen, verse 42 says that walk in the light now. They're, they're, nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in him. But because of the fairies, they, the, not the fairies, the Pharisees, they did not confess him. Listen, yeah, Satan believed in Jesus, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't confess him. Isn't that interesting? Because Jesus is God. And Satan couldn't handle that. Listen. For they loved... They, listen. Verse, verse 43. For they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Wow. We see that today. We see people love being praised, don't they? For stuff that they don't deserve. But then Jesus cried out and said, He who believes in me... And here, check this out. He who believes in me believes not in me. He who believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sent me sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world that who, who, whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to the world to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me 
and does not receive my words has that which judges him. The word, the word that I have spoken will judge him in the last days. Wow, for I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command. What I should say and what I and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Don't shoot the middleman. Listen, he says, I'm not going to judge you. My Father will. So in the last days, God's going to judge man. Here we are. We're living in the last days. Look, he who rejects me doesn't receive my words. Look, Jesus is saying, hey, you want to live that life? Live it. That's fine. You want to walk in my newness? That's that's even better. But it's not me. It, Jesus insists that anyone basically who believed in him was at the same time exercising belief in God, the Father, right? But then Jesus explained that he was the personal manifestation of God. Go to Colossians 1. Uh, it's uh, 115, but basically... He's not judging. Listen, he says, I do not judge. He's rephrasing it as, I don't execute judgment. Christ Christ will judge, but at his first coming, he did not come to judge, but to save. And so the end, in the second coming, when Jesus comes to come on the second coming, which is coming soon to a theater near you, Jesus is going to judge. Listen, it's important, the end. It means either the last or utterly completely over so what what basically you know Jesus is, is saying um, love one another man and he's not going to desert you or your loved ones but come to him Jesus is saying come to him know me <clears throat> grow in me Jesus wants to know us Jesus wants to to not judge, but he's going to judge in the second coming. It's up to us not to reject him. It's up to us to follow him and put our our love, our trust in him. Listen, God loves you guys. And next week's going to be a radical message. My voice will be better. I'm going to put some salt water in my nose and clean those nostrils out and praise the Lord. (laughs) I can't really even talk today. But that's good. It's okay, man. God loves you guys. Listen, I hope you enjoyed this study and growing in His Word. Let me pray for you guys. Father, I thank you for your listeners on this podcast. Lord Jesus, oh, we love you, Father. Lord, I just pray that if anyone doesn't know you, that they click on to growinginhisword.com. There they can download, Father, the just the radical stuff that we wrote and how to know you. Father, we thank you for this, this, this wisdom that you've given us because... We, we really don't have wisdom. It's all from you, Lord. I thank you, Father, for everything you've done on the cross for, for, for us, Lord. And, and Lord, we want to know you, Father, and we want to grow in you, Father. So we thank you for this. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. And, and thank you for uh, coming to Growing in His Word podcast. And thank you for, for growing in His Word. God bless you guys and much love.